But that ties back into a message that you're always preaching where doing hard shit every day that Correct. you don't want to do builds that discipline and it makes you feel good in the end. Correct. It's no different than the gym where like no one's most of the time stoked yeah. to go to the gym. Yeah. You don't really want to go. But after you go and you get it done, you feel better and you're glad you went. The gratitude list is the same way. I've been writing a gratitude list fucking most of my life since high yeah. school. I still don't get excited to do it, you yeah. know? Like, I don't... It still feels like a little bit of a chore, but every time after I'm done, I'm so happy I did it. I have a better day, a better week. It, yeah. Your life is better after you do it. But it's building that discipline, yeah. that making it an everyday routine is when it pays off, too. And Be it doesn't cost you anything, nothing. you know? There's no reason not to do it, yeah. you know? Because... It takes 10 minutes, yeah. and everyone can make 10 minutes of time to try and change their life. Hey guys, welcome back to the Millennial Mentality Podcast. I am your host, Nick Agnelli, here with my co-host, Peter Price. Yep. And this is a boys-only episode. Another one. Um... You know, we love having guests on. I love meeting people, but I also love doing these boys-only episodes. Yeah, uh, I think they bring a lot of value. Pete and I have a lot of organic friendship chemistry, so I think it all works. Um, yes. We have really good discussions. We're able to open up conversations and pathways to kind of bring up topics that are affecting people in our lives, so it's nice. Um, thank you guys for watching, listening, viewing, and subscribing. As always, guys, um, it means the world to us. I will ask if you could hit that notification button, uh, leave a comment if anything we said uh, struck a heart chord you have or, or anything you just laughed really freaking hard, we'll take that too. So, um, And then also guys, if in this podcast we give you any value of any sort, whether it's a laugh, uh, a moment to take your mind off the crazy world we live in, or uh, even to inspire or, or to, to change your life in any way. Um, all we ask is just tell a friend or family member about us, just share us. Um, we're trying to just organically grow that way. You know, we don't have sponsors. We do this for free for our t with our time, and, and we love doing that, but we just want to continue to spread the word and our message. So um, thank you guys for all that. It means the world to us. Yes. To dive into the episode, as, as you guys probably know at this point, um, I like, we like to start off kind of light, uh, uh, I'm sorry, not light, a little bit heavier with topics that kind of pop in our brain throughout the week and then uh, dive into a little bit of lighter subjects, but we're going to mix and mingle as we do. Um, first thing I want to bring up today is uh, this past week, I've really put an eye on the power of like influence um, in your small world around you and how you could really elevate that if you change yourself. Mm -hmm. um, I just, I kind of had a cool moment uh, today. I was on my second workout of the day, which is a brisk walk outside uh, at lunchtime. Uh, and I do three loops around this little community I work in. I do it on my lunch break. And um, the third loop, I come back around and I have one more loop to go. And my dad gets out of his van thinking I'm done, but he was done with his lunch break. And uh, he said, you, you done? I said, no, I got one more. And he says, all right, I'll walk with you. And uh, I don't know why that hmm. made me so happy, nice. but my dad, who's someone, you know, where he needs to work on his physical health, he's not like dying in any sense, but uh, he doesn't go regularly go to the gym and, and he goes in spurts, but I'm hoping he picks that back up, but mm -hmm. had a heart attack 10 years ago. His heart health has always been a thing. And, and um, so he doesn't walk like yeah, that's not a thing he'd do. But yeah. on my third loop around, he said, yeah, I'll walk with you. And I just kind of like internally smile. And I was like. It just shows that yeah. like that on top of that, you know, my, uh, I'm not like in 
general, like if you see me out in public, I'm not going to be like, hey, you need to do 75 harder. Hey, have you changed your life recently? I say this so when you guys are listening in private and whatnot, some of the things I say might, you know, stay with you. But um, so I don't do that with my family as well. Obviously, they know through social media and talking to me and this is my life that, you know, I'm doing it. But I'm not preachy about it. I'm not like, you need to change. Um, I, I, I want people to interpret it as they will. So uh, my sister, two, three weeks ago, started her version of 30 Hard. Nice. Um, and she told me at dinner last week, like, this is the first time she's consistently worked out six, seven days a week in, nice. in years. Yeah. Um, you. Yeah, I was just going to say, you've uh, done and, it for and, me as well. And uh, Pete's doing his version of 75 Soft. And, and, um, and really, it's just things that, you know, cultivate from Pete's life and things he wants to change. And he attacks that that way. Um, on top of that, Paige has kind of been on this journey with me, consistently working out. Has lost 13 pounds. Fuck yeah. Um, so ultimately, if you say you want to change the world, you have to change yourself from within. Um, inspire, maybe push people for better from within. Um, fix that first. And when you fix that, the, the kind of the world will change around you. Yeah. And I know I'm not, I'm not affecting hundreds of people's lives, but I'm affecting the people's lives that I love the most. Mm-hmm. So that's really fucking cool. Yeah. You know, um, and uh, I think they know me so well that they're like, listen, Nick is not like not in a bad way, but like Nick isn't, you know, superhuman. Sure. If, if he Nick could, can it, do it, I can why, do it. Too. Why can't I? You know, yeah, right. and, and that makes me happy. Yeah. Um, so that guys. And then also I kind of wanted to note on this is not a flex or an ego thing um, at all. Coming in this year, and we're going to leapfrog to that, but coming into this year, uh, Pete and I were talking about it, and with 75 Heart, I started writing a, uh, a gratitude list, as I say, and one of the parts of that gratitude list is making a certain amount. Now, I'm going to say this certain amount, not as a flex, but as a crazy thought that came in my head, and, and uh, the, the certain amount was $1,000 this year. That was a crazy amount to me. I hadn't been close to touching it. And we might bleep that out, actually. But um, but having been co- close to touching, I just don't want it out there as, like, whatever. Yeah, sure. Um, but it was significantly more than what I made last year. And it was kind of a thought of, I think when I get to this, it will be such a crazy moment in my life. Yeah. Started writing that down every day. Like, a weekend, I love my dad to death, but he's a very realist. We were talking about the future and this year and the jobs we were taking on. And I mentioned to him in that conversation, I wanted to make X. Yep. And he laughed and he said, well, I want to make X too, but that doesn't mean it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And he didn't mean that in a way of really knocking me down, but he was being real. You know, like, I want to make a million dollars this year. It sounds crazy. You know, so um, I was kind of bumped. I was kind of like, damn, I've been writing this for five days and this shit happens. Fuck. And I wasn't in this mindset I am now. I was still like wavering a little bit or mm-hmm. going through hard times. So um, I was like, shit, should I stop writing that? Should I reduce the price? Mm. Year kept going. I've been fucking grinding on work. Typically, we do podcasts on Tuesday nights. Every other night, ask Paige. I'll be working till eight, mm-hmm. eight thirty, doing emails, proposals, all of it, um, accounting. So, uh, ironically enough, in the past three weeks, we picked on like two more jobs. I signed another one yesterday, mm-hmm. and I'm on course to make over X. Over the goal. Over the fucking crazy goal I set for myself. Yep. If we, we close these jobs that seem very, you know, like likely to happen. Mm-hmm. People literally saying, you're our only option. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, then I will make over X. Yeah. A crazy fucking thought. Yeah. Pete calls me up this week. Yeah. And he goes, Nick, you know, I, I thought about things. And I was just going through my work schedule and whatnot. And, you know, we both wanted to make X. And I'm still making fire money. But... Seeing you do it kind of put a fire on my ass, and now I want to make X. So now right. I'm going to make changes to make X. Yeah. 
And it was just like a such a humbling moment for me because it just made me so happy that Pete and I both know we make good money for our age. We yeah. both know that we're doing just fine and we're living comfortable. Mm-hmm. And he easily could have made a little bit less than X and been happy with it, super happy. Yeah. But hearing me say it, and you said, well, I see oh, Nick every fuck. week. <laughs> yeah. You know, fuck that. I'm and when, back when up. you said your goal, I, we both agreed that we had the same goal. So Correct. I was like, well, it's fuck, if he, if he comes through <laughs> on it and I don't, and I know I didn't give everything I could yeah, yeah, yeah. to at least try, yeah. then I'm not going to feel right. Exactly. You know, And, uh, you know, obviously, like, I'm stoked for yeah, you. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, like yeah. there was any – it's a friendly competition, you know. There's no – It's like I pull up to Pete's uh, apartment <laughs> and, and my new car. I'm like, oh, I wonder how I got this, you know. Are you still living yeah, this yeah. stuff? <laughs> <laughs> so, so it just made me again, like my dad today, like with my dad today, just made me really fucking happy because yeah. ultimately not to shun people who make less than X, right? What we'll say what Pete made last year, but if you yeah, make sure. less than that and you're on the phone with that and it's double what they're making, yeah. you're going to think, damn, I'm doing fucking fire. Yeah. You know, I'm doing pretty good, which we are. You and know? if you take the money out of it and apply just the same message, That's I think the point. the point is like you're capable of way more than you That's even think you're capable of. Whether it's money, relationships, exercise, fitness, whatever it is, you're probably actually capable of doing a lot more than you give yourself credit for. And um, it's fucking just so humbling. It makes me so happy, dude. Because, and again, that's the power of the influence. I didn't say a word. I didn't even make a comment or a joke or I've never done anything of that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's also the subconscious push, too, because he knows that I don't directly mean like that. Sure. It's just when you're. Two people are doing great, and they want to push each other for for more. There's like a, it's like not we're in competition in any way. So no, it's it's like we're uplifting. We each literally other. want the other person to do amazing, right. you know. And um, when he so does, that yeah, transitions into something kind of good that I wanted to talk about because you mentioned like writing that number in your journal in the beginning almost felt silly and like unrealistic, Correct. and. It's something that you hear a lot. I mean, literally today, I was having a conversation with a mutual friend of ours. I won't name her, but she was kind of telling me she was in like a little bit of a slump and um, you know, going through like a little bit of a rut, maybe like even a little bit depressed. And we both know her? Yeah. Okay. And naturally, my brain, being the person I am, wanted to blurt out and be like, oh, you should write a gratitude list. Yeah. But I've kind of refrained myself yeah. from pitching that on yeah. every person that vents to me, which is another thing I like that you've told me before is like, you try not to offer unsolicited advice when someone is venting. I have since we started this podcast, I basically have stopped. Yeah, you know? I, I catch myself doing it. I'm, I'm just very more aware of it ever yeah. since you said it, and I like that a lot. Um, but anyway, so in order to avoid doing that, I didn't say anything. I just kind of let yeah. it continue to vent. But the next thing she said was like, and I was speaking to my therapist, and she said I should write a gratitude list. And so I was in my head was yeah. like, ah, you know, why do you think she brought that up to you? Yeah, <laughs> right, sure. But now I feel like it's not unsolicited yeah, advice yeah, anymore because she brought it up. Yep. So now I jump in. And I'm like, oh man, well I love that she said that. You know, I was kind of low key thinking the same thing. What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but then she kind of elaborated. Was like, but my issue is like I have a hard time sitting down. I mean, first of all, it feels like a chore before yep. I even do it. Um, so I'm not like inspired or motivated to do it really. So I'm not like in a great like mood while I'm doing it necessarily. And the thing, like, I just don't know that I have a ton of like exciting things that I'm grateful for to write down, you know, like obviously I'm grateful for my family and stuff, but like that isn't the source of my problems either. And I have a hard time writing things that I just don't have, Mm -hmm. you know, it's hard for, you know, especially to write them as if I already have them. So that being said, it sounds like you were kind of having the same thoughts when you were writing this number that you wanted to make. 
And what are the what's the dialogue that you're having with yourself at that time to push through it and write it anyway? Or like, how do you get yourself in that zone of to believe to believe in yep. something that you don't already have? And I guess I should I should clarify that too because when we're talking about writing a gratitude list, like the biggest I think like practice that you need to be doing is writing the things that you want to manifest in your life as if you already have them. Um, for people that don't like already write a gratitude list or really understand how it works, you want to write the things that you're grateful for that you already have, but also to manifest those things that you're looking to obtain, you're writing them in your your notebook that you're grateful that you already have them, right? Um, and that can be hard for some people to wrap their head around is having this conversation with the universe that you're grateful for this fictitious thing that sometimes seems like unobtainable. Mm -hmm. So how do you break past that? You're asking. Sure, yeah. Because it sounds like you, you dealt with the exact same thought. It's a perfect question because I did absolutely. And that's why I've never written gratitude lists before in my life. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's why even right. when I first, as we said in the last episode, when I first wrote it, I was really not really, I'm not saying not taking it serious, but not really diving into the point of it. Yeah. The point of it, A, is belief, meaning that I'm, it's literally done. Time just hasn't caught up yet. It's literally done. I'm, I'm, I'm visualizing it in my brain. I'm living as it's happening, which is going to bring you there, mm -hmm. right? If you live like a CEO, you're going to be a CEO. If you live like a chef, you're going to be a chef. You know, like if you live like X, you're going to be X. And so when I started thinking a bit about it like that, like it's literally done in my head. Yeah. I've known for a fucking fact right. for the last few months that it's done. How am I going to get there? What do I have to do? Mm. If I kicked you out of the place you're living in like tomorrow, by the next day you'd have another place to live right. because you had to. Mm -hmm. It was a fact, right? Now, if something happens in your life, I know for a fact that I have to sleep somewhere tomorrow night. I know for a fact I have to get to X if a recession starts tomorrow and my, and my home market's boomed. I will find a fucking way to get to there. Like my life depends on it. Mm -hmm. So that's what the list is about. And it's reminding you every single day that I'm doing these things to get to whatever my why is. Mm. But the other thing is, is belief in realizing that the quantum physics and the way it works is you have to write it and feel it as you have it. And then every day it comes more and more to life, right? It's like you pressing download on something and it's got to get to 100%. Every day is 1%. Boom, yeah. boom, boom. So you're getting to that end picture, right? But every day you're just jumping a little slow loading percentage. Yeah. And, and I don't think necessarily you always have to know how to obtain the goal. Because yeah. sometimes, you know, we can go back to it being financial. Sometimes like the number you're throwing out there, you may not know how you yeah. could possibly obtain that right now. But through writing it every day, you'll be mo more open-minded as you go and live your life. And the opportunities that present themselves, you know, it, the, all these jobs that you landed in the last couple of weeks, you didn't know that they were coming down the pipeline no when you started this year. No clue. You actually have a pretty consistent level of jobs every year. So, like, you weren't projected at the beginning of right. the year to come even close to this. You know what's crazy? There's three, there was three jobs on the fucking table. We've already yeah. turned down two. So it's like it came in a wave, bro, right. you know? So I don't think you necessarily have to know when you're writing these things down. In order to believe in them, you don't have to be able to figure out how you're going to get it. Yeah. But it's that core belief that you know you're capable of doing it and you'll figure it out along the way, you yeah. know? And going into every day with that open mindset and, you know, looking for opportunities and looking for things to be grateful for. That's another thing, too. And the girl that I was talking to was saying... You know, she doesn't feel super grateful naturally. She's, like, naturally pretty grumpy. She realizes every day she's, like, sort of in a bad mood most of the time. But a lot of that comes from 
accepting that mindset and accepting that persona and then, you know, everything that pisses you off, you stub your toe, you fucking can't find your wallet before you wear my keys. Everything pisses you off because you're looking for the for this common trend of, man, I'm always in this bad mood. Where when you start every day with a gratitude list and writing down things you're grateful for, and I think that's another point too, where like if you're having a hard time getting in that like attitude of gratitude when you're <laughs> going to write this list or you're having a hard time like feeling grateful, yeah. start writing real simple shit that you're actually grateful for that you do already have. Yeah. So like if you're having a hard time wrapping your head around like writing fake things that you want. I have a house. I live in Florida. I live in the best country. You've in the got world. a lot yeah. going for you. I have my health. I have my cognitive ability. There's so many things you have. I start have with the real stuff. Yeah. And it'll it'll start you'll start feeling yeah. that it's real, you yeah. know, because you're you're it's easy to feel grateful for things that you really have. Yeah. And once you can kind of get over that hump or hurdle, um, because I do think it's also like building a muscle too, you know, like the first few gratitude lists, you're going to feel like it's not working. Coming from someone who started four months ago, it is absolutely building a muscle and more and more things happen and you build more and more momentum and you're like, oh my God, it is loading. The picture's loading. Sweet. You know, I came back a month from now and it's 40% loaded. Like, holy fuck. Yeah. Um, so it's that. And and also what I love about the gratitude list, it's it's full circle on the list. Like right? so when you start giving the whole list gratitude, things come around. For example, right, I want to make X a year, right? My business is construction. Mm-hmm. I started this podcast, which I talk about late in the gratitude list. I started to maybe push my brand along with our message and everything like that. So it's like if a byproduct of this is getting jobs at work, that would be great. Yeah. One of the calls I got was from the podcast. Shut up. It's full fucking circle. So that's what I'm saying. Like, and the podcast also helps you stay healthy because you talk about discipline and right. the the eating healthy and what you're doing helps the fitness goal, which helps the podcast. It all fucking comes around. Sure. It's a hamster wheel. So you you find that once your your temperature starts rising in your identity of like, okay, this is actually coming true. Fuck mm. yeah. Everything fucking rises. Yeah. Because now you're living at this standard. Yeah. And that standard is raising. So I'll just say this. Give me like three months of consistently doing it. Right. And doing the things on that list that you're grateful for. Meaning like fulfilling why you're doing what you're doing every day. Having a purpose. Um, and living like... Like if you were to be grateful for getting married and having a fucking wife or a husband... Every time you go out and you write that I'm grateful for that, you're going to go out in a different persona because you're looking for your wife or your husband. Yep. You're not going to go out being grateful for your wife or your husband, I hope, and go and have a fucking one-night stand and go home. Right. That wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. So it elevates every part of your life, and it elevates your standards. So um, that's what I would say about that. Listen, I get it's hard. Again, I'm a realist. I'm as real as it fucking comes when it comes to that mindset. But that ties back into a message that you're always preaching where doing hard shit every day that Correct. you don't want to do builds that discipline and it makes you feel good in the end. Correct. It's no different than the gym where like no one's most of the time stoked yeah. to go to the gym. Yeah. You don't really want to go. But after you go and you get it done, you feel better and you're glad you went. The gratitude list is the same way. I've been writing a gratitude list fucking most of my life since high yeah. school. I still don't get excited to do it. Yeah. You know, like I don't it still feels like a little bit of a chore. But every time after I'm done, I'm so happy I did it. I have a better day, a better week. It, yeah. Your life is better after you do it. But it's building that discipline, yeah. that making it an everyday routine is when it pays off, too. And because it doesn't cost you anything. Nothing. You know, there's no reason not to do it, yeah. you know, because it takes 10 minutes. Yeah. And everyone can make 10 minutes of time to try and change their life. And it's basically a life, like my layman terms, it's a life checklist of I am. I'm doing everything. For instance, you can't write, I want to have a six-pack in, in four weeks 
and then go out that night, or I'm grateful for that, and go out that night and drink with a clear conscience, right? right? So, like, it's just putting your best self on paper and saying, this is my dream. Also, what I wanted to talk about to kind of piggyback and jump from law of attraction to visualization, um, we both, I've been listening for five years, I've told the guy who creates 75 Hard, Andy Frasilla, but I've kind of gotten Pete on his podcast lately, uh, which is called Real AF. Um, and he dives a lot into the 75 hard mindset, but discipline, but this man is a, uh, I think a billionaire at this point and owns several businesses and super successful. Um, but he has kind of the same mind frame as me of things are hard and do them. But a guy that you wouldn't think would be in the law of attraction and visual, uh, visualization, like a very stern, hard dude. If you saw him in the fucking sidewalk, you'd run away from him. Just like very diesel. And, uh, on one of his episodes, Pete and I just listened to, he talked about visualization for like 30 minutes. And the yep. way he described it, I think, was perfect. And it was like, if you, if I were to sit there and say, okay, I'm going to sit you down on a computer table and you're going to play Sims. I want you to design your life on Sims. Right. And you have to, 10 minutes to do it every single day. And in those 10 minutes, you're designing your house or your dream suit or your car. Right? What, what is that? And as you sit there and you design that little fucking world, Right, that's what visualization is. Mm-hmm. So you're sitting there, and in real time, you're picturing, okay, I want a house on the water. Well, what's the house look like? What are the floors like? Okay, when you open that window, is there going to be an eastern breeze, or uh, how am I doing that? And and, uh, and okay, the island, how how big is the slap? So mm-hmm. that's just for one sector of my life. Yeah. Right. You want to be fit, but when you're 50 years old, you want to be able to run two miles. Okay, well, I'm, I'm in the marathon right now. I right. feel the breeze on myself. I feel the shoes on. Mm-hmm. That's health. Right. right? So it's literally your every part of your life you're designing and doing this. And um, take that 10 to 20 minutes and really picture what you want to be in your dreams. Mm-hmm. And then after that visualization, there's no fucking way. You could say with a clear conscience, I'm going to go and do this if it's against this. I don't see how that's possible. That's a big hand-in-hand with the gratitude list, too. Like, mm-hmm. I almost feel like you, you have do. to do one end or the other. You know, after you write that gratitude list, you then need to sit there and, like, close your eyes for 10 minutes and visualize all those things you just Correct. wrote down. And I think that also helps you get through that barrier of believing the things mm-hmm. that you're writing that you don't have yet. Correct. Because if you can see it in your mind and visualize it... Yeah. And, and again, you don't have to know the plan, but if you can see yourself there in the end result, you'll get there. Correct. And if that for you is like buying a Ferrari right, or wearing a Rolex, yeah. picture yourself going to the Ferrari deal- dealership, right? You're walking mm-hmm. up, right? You're literally, you're writing down or thinking of your future life, right? And what that would be in real time and mm-hmm. what decisions you would do with your personality and everything. So you're walking up to the Ferrari dealership. Mm-hmm. The dealer's coming to meet you. You're looking around at what color, what style, what's gonna, what, what color leather is it going to be like. You smell it. You feel it. Yep. And, um, and so that's what the visualization is because it gets into so much detail. Yeah. That's important about the list too. Correct. Is, and the law of attraction in general Correct. is that it's very literal. Yeah. And the more specific you can get, the easier it's going to be to obtain. Correct. So when you're writing that on your list, you know, you didn't write down, I want to make more money this year. Mm-hmm. You got to get specific. You're going to say the exact yeah. number because then that's how the, the plan will unfold. Correct. If you just, if you set the standards low, you know, the, I think the results are low as well. Shoot for the fucking stars. And if you get to the moon, that's pretty dope, you know, like, and it's okay because you'll realize in real time, like for instance, I've done 75 hard, I'm, I'm basically done, and and um, I had a goal to get to X weight. At this point, I am fucking happy with my body. I'm so hungry for more. I don't care when that X weight happens. It just mm-hmm. needs, it's going to get there because yeah. I believe it. So like your, your, your gratitude starts to transform because you see this stuff happening and you're like, okay, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, 
I'm in love with the process now of becoming a better person. Mm-hmm. Everything else I'm chilling with, you know? Yeah. So I would just say, give me three months, try it. Give Pete three months, try it. Like, uh, I am a true person that before I met Pete, I thought it was foo-foo fucking yeah. manifestation bullshit. I just th- thought it was. That was real. When you said you were going to do 75 hard on the podcast, I just threw it in there as yeah. an add-on. Like, just add a gratitude yeah. list to that every day. And you're like, all right. Yeah. And I bought a journal and I fucking did it. And it, it's really... I don't know, again, the Mandela effect, like we talked about last episode. I don't know if, if, uh, if I didn't do the, the list, if this stuff would have came out. No, sure. I don't know, though. But is it a coincidence that I feel the best in my life in a while and I'm doing X things? Why the fuck would I change the temperature? You know, yeah. I'm chilling, dude. So, um, so, yeah, that's my thing on the gratitude list. Try it, guys, and just mm-hmm. see what happens. And, and, and maybe living with that purpose will bring you more happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll end this little part with this, with this quote I heard the other day, and it's, uh, a person truly changes when the fear of where you are now goes beneath the fear of how much you want to change or the how much you want to change trumps how horrible you feel now. So yeah. when you think about it, like when it comes to my weight, the moment I was like, dude, I can't do this no more is when the fear of the change overweighed the fear of staying where I was or being as angry and content in where I was. Yeah. So at what point do you have to hate your job so fucking much or be so miserable or fear your boss? Do you have to make a change? And the moment when the fear of change outweighs that, that's when you change. Mm. So I love that. Um, and uh, the last part of this, I guess, somewhat um, segment I want to talk about is I kind of made, I made a, a post today kind of about it, but... Um, you are 99% of the time in your own way. You defeat yourself before anyone else could defeat you or the world defeats you. Mm. Um, and when you start to think like that, like in the book I'm reading about belief, it basically lays out all the things about belief. And 99% of the time, we put it on ourselves. You know, We think people judge us a certain way because we perceive that, not the reality of the situation. Um, and how before, like in your head, okay, I want to do this for a living. Oh, boy. 99 reasons why. Mm-hmm. 99 reasons why that won't work out. Yeah. Right. And you're like, one of them's going to be fire. You're going to be like, damn, yeah, recession is coming. Why would I start a business? That's pretty stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, so find that when you take those thoughts and yourself out of the way, the situation is pretty cut and clear what you got to do. So when you, the next crazy thing you want to do or big thing you want to take on in life, as the excuses start coming in and they get scary when they do, just say, who's coming up with this shit? Who is? It's 99% of the time yourself. Mm-hmm. So realize that, get out of your own way, and just start doing things. And Don't then make things, things a problem before they're a problem. One of the biggest things in this fucking book, exactly. One of the things, biggest things in the book is action. It's just mm-hmm. starting that momentum every single day. Like Even if you don't feel like writing, if you just start writing, like this was an example we used in the book. He knew this author, and he was in a writing slump. He just couldn't write. He's, he was a psychologist at the time, the guy who wrote the book, and he's like, just start writing random words down. Mm-hmm. And literally, he would just start and then go into a trance and write th- 40 pages, you yeah. know? Um, so if you're terrified of going to the gym and exercising like I was six months ago, just go there and start walking. That's what I literally did. I just yeah. started walking on the treadmill. Didn't know how fast, didn't know what incline, just started walking. And then that transforms into different things as, as, your, as your, you know, your behavior changes. Yeah. Um, so get out of your own way, guys. Do the crazy thing. And uh, if anyone judges you for it, fuck them. Just live your own life. Yeah, man. But I've been nice, I can't money, I'm on my suck again.
again Tryna stack a little dub, tryna catch a win And next time I drop a coupe, it's gonna be a twin turbo Always been a G, but I ain't never been a herb though Way I'm switching lanes, this shit call a nigga Swervo